So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Hey, dimly lit room, deep where? Within the bowels. The Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound, and today on a Monday morning, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, the Mooch. I silence myself. The Mooch, the new kid in town, President of uh, President Obama, uh, Trump's new spokesman. The Mooch. The Mooch. Kind of a name. Where everybody calls him Scaramouche. Oh, Scaramouche. Do you do the fandango? That's a nickname. That's correct, sir. Okay. So what is it, Steve? Ed Scaramucci. I said about it. I saw him on a bunch of interviews yesterday, and I kept expecting to say, Oh! <laughs> what do you think of this Trump, this Russia investigation? Oh! Forget about it. His first name Forget is. It's not gonna, it ain't gonna go nowhere. Forget about it. His first name is Anthony or Anthony. Anthony Scaramucci. Oh! Oh, Anthony! You know who's my general manager this morning? All the dead wasps I killed early this morning as I got up going around spraying nests. You bastards! You bastards! Wow, so you've already got the taste of blood in your mouth. You gotta do it uh, when they're uh, on their hives, so it's gotta be cool out. Sure. Wasp lives matter. God dang it. Man, they can gather quickly. Yeah. We got a new kind called mud daubers. Oh, yeah, I know all about those. I, have to, I like to look up uh, a wasp on my uh, on my Wikipedia and figure out what kind of I'm dealing with. Know your enemy, right? Uh, oh, that absolutely. old Chinese feller said that. <laughs> Sung, what's his name? Well, I get a lot of pleasure out of watching thousands of wasps die. <sighs> wow. 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 You'd have made a good National Socialist. Uh, honorary, honorary you, general you, manager. You, you ever had to stab yourself with an EpiPen? 
No, it's not, you it's know unpleasant. What? I haven't. Now I get it. It's you or it's them. Absolutely. Right. Honorary, honorary general manager, one Jordan Spieth, greatest young golfer since Tiger Woods, and in the conver- in the waiting room to have the conversation for GOAT. Really? Greatest of all time. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'll be darned. I didn't watch because Tiger Woods wasn't in it. Oh, boy. Um, you know what I'm going to do today? Study the world! Study the world? Oh, my, 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 my. Study it, study it, study the world. Study the world. Yeah. Study etymology. Mm-hmm. Is that bugs? Sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm going to study. Uh, let's kick off the show by introducing everybody on the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. I'm doing good, uh, Jack. I must also confess that I have enjoyed uh, spraying wasp nests over the years and... Um, you get the spray, and you can get it back about, what, 20, 25 feet. I always try and get as far back as possible, and then you just let loose. And But there's always that one or two uh, stray wasps that will come after you if you don't get them all at one time. Yeah. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know if everybody else does, but that feeling that you get of just watching those nests just shrink. You know, yeah, and they all drop to the ground and dead. Dead! Yeah. Wow. You bastards, let this be a message to all the other wasps in the area. Find a different place to hive. I really prefer to coexist with nature. And my kids are that way now. They don't want us to kill a fly. Literally a fly. Murderer. They want us to catch the fly in the house and Murderer. let it outside. On a farm, you can't do that. Right. You'll have a lot of flies and bugs. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. Our assistant executive producer, how are you, Sean? A uh, fantastic weekend. Uh, I myself had uh, some some good socializing, hanging out with friends and peoples. Uh, but uh, the the main stuff was uh, the the, the Comic Con based in San Diego, the Comic Con, not these weird little franchisees that pop up all over the the nation. But all sorts of good trailers coming out for the movies that I kind of like, the various superheroes and and whatnots. Uh, and it is a I I got to make it down to the the, the, the Comic Con one of these days. It's it's a bucket list thing for me. I'll dress up like a goofy video game character or something, get in on the cosplay that's all the rage nowadays. I'd say I gotta it, try to do it next year. I'd say year. do it sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do it next year. <laughs> it does seem like the the window it, well, it it's much more it's 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 a lot less kind of segmented than it used to be. It's much more welcoming now for, sure. oh, for people of all oh, ages. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. But, uh, you know, I'd rather do it in my 30s than my 40s or my 50s and 60s. <laughs> my friend, I'm just saying. You're my, not wrong. <laughs> my friend Mary went, she said security was insane to the to the point that they had snipers on rooftops. Really? Good. <laughs> Keep an eye on you, young freaks. Just because it's Watch a big, your step, that's what I say. Just because it's a big public gathering and any public gathering is a threat, is that the, yeah, 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 gotcha. Yeah. It's it's not that the uh, the young near do wells are the, the right. threat. It's, right, uh, right. Yeah, they could be the victims. There's Vincent. Uh, he is this nation's most prominent Asian-American talk show personality. How are you, Vincent? I uh, saw the Dunkirk on Saturday. Um, I'm hearing about that IRL in real life. People yeah. are telling me it's great. And I'm rescued from history, Dunkirk, because unless you're like a serious World Spoiler War II alert. B- buff, nobody would have been able even to come up with what that word meant. Now, all of a sudden, it's going to be on everybody's lips. Anyway, what'd you think of it? Uh, uh, for people who don't know, it's it's 400,000 British and French soldiers trapped on a beach. They're surrounded by Germans on land, and then obviously they have water to their backs. Uh, so they're in kind of a dire situation, you could say. Uh and they're, at the same time, while they're waiting for the Germans to uh, kill them, uh, they're also hoping and praying that the Brits come via sea with the Navy to rescue them. Uh, Chris Nolan really captures that very well, the terror and the horror. Um, there's a lot of wrong things with this movie. Uh, Nolan does the timeline 
he messes with the timeline, the chronological thing. It's it's Memento meets uh, Das Boot, if you know what I'm saying, Joe Getty. No. Uh, <laughs> He doesn't know how to end. He doesn't know how to end. The Memento movie. meets Das Boot. <laughs> wow, that's great. He doesn't know how to end the movie. The airplane fights go fights go on way too long. Tom Hardy is wasted. Kenneth Branagh is boring. The music is annoying. It's by Hans Zimmer, who is a film music legend, but he's too old now. Go wow. lift, go lift with Franz. Hans. This is a thorough. Wow. But Hans Zimmer, Zimmer is like John Williams meets you know John Denver yeah, to me. Right. The, the positive. The film debut of One Direction's Harry Styles. He's absolutely fantastic in this movie. He's very good, and he had sex with Taylor Swift. Um, in the movie? I missed that scene. <laughs> yeah, what scene was that? This is, is that post-credits? Not your typical review. So a friend oh. of mine, 17-year-old girl, wanted to go with him to Dunkirk. He said, D- are you interested in it, or do you just want to see Harry Styles? No, I'm I'm really interested in it. I don't believe you. But wow. she went and liked it anyway. Well, way to demean your daughters, <laughs> because they can't possibly care about history. Wow, sick. The movie is a, it's a marvel and a mess at the same time. But it's ultimately a must-watch film. Uh, I give it a strong six out of ten. Wow! Go, wow. So, your glowing reviews are yes. a six. A well, your, D your, movie is a must-watch. <laughs> your pre-grade inflation, then. There's a lot wrong with it. But while you're watching it, you're like, "This is something special," and this is something. And I hesitate to call a movie important, but I would call it important if you call it. Well, a movie I important. find this movie important. It's yeah. fantastic. I give it a six. Strong <laughs> six. I was strong. Five a list of complaints. Strong six out of ten. I'm okay. getting whiplash maybe, over here. Maybe it's six point five, but please, uh, well, uh, ultimately, go see Dunkirk or don't. You're an adult. I'm You're a grown up. Do whatever you, you want. I might have to ask you later because we've got to move on. What? What? Like, name a movie that's like an eight or a nine in your world. Because if that's a six, Pawn Stars a movie. There's, <laughs> there's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, a highlight of my weekend. I went out and bought a new vacuum cleaner, put it together, and now I'm getting ready to clean. Now that the parts <laughs> on like- the Everything's a process with you. Yeah, no now, kidding. Some people just pick it up and do it. Now that the parts in the ground for my unfinished table are finally gone, I'm going to be vacuuming the living room rug, and I'm setting up my new side table. A board on two sawhorses. We are getting back to basics. In one weekend, which is almost three days in our world, you can't get a vacuum cleaner and vacuum your carpets. It's just a... So purchasing, it's the putting together. And Step now one, I'm, make a list. Now I'm yes. ready. Yes. Now I'm ready make to begin. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, July 24th, year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here's the official beginning of the show for the brand new week. According to FCC rules and regulations, let's get started at Mark. What happens to leakers on your watch? They're going to get fired. I'm just going to make it very, very clear, okay? Tomorrow, I'm going to have a staff meeting. It's going to be a very binary thing. I, I, I'm not going to make any prejudgments about anybody on that staff. If they want to stay on the staff, they're going to stop leaking. If the leaks continue, we are strong as our weakest link. Link, And I'll say it a little differently in a pun. We're as strong as our weakest leak. So if you guys want to keep leaking, why don't you guys all get together and make a decision as a team that you're going to stop leaking. But if you're going to keep leaking, I'm going to fire everybody. It's just very binary. There you go. That's the that's the moot. Oh, moot. Forget about it. You having a meeting today? Everybody's going to get in their own look. You got a choice. Either stay or you stop leaking. You leak, you're fired. Oh, moot. Slate it down. Which is, I guess, is the main reason he's there to stop the leaking. Anyway, what are other headlines? Guys, leak a little. 
Well, Trump's Twitter machine on blast once again. Russia investigations, Democrats, Republicans, all targets. Lawmakers getting ready to grill Trump's son-in-law and shark versus man. Who won the great oh, Phelps boy. great white race? Wow. Yeah, speaking of reviews, that yeah. was something. Help it up, 635 Armstrong and Getty. That Greatest show ever. That was That's something. what it was. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's terrific. We have our weekly shower thoughts. Kick off a week on a contemplative note. Yeah, that's right. The world's greatest human swimmer raced a shark. A great white shark. Of course, they turned him into a shark with his super fantastic shark gear that he had on. It wasn't quite as super fantastic as they had let everybody to put a jet engine on him. It's a gigantic fish. What what, what do you think happened? (laughs) Stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. sit during the show. I don't believe I sat for 10 cumulative minutes over the weekend. Really? Wow. Busy one. Quite active. Maybe I'll sit here. Take a load off. Sure, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Why not? Relax. I spent a fair amount of time floating in my pool yesterday. That was tiring. You know, sometimes you have to paddle away from the side to get to the middle. Mailbag. Long-time listeners of the the program know that I raised me tree kids a while back. Mm. Now they're all grown up. They're in between the I do everything from them and they support me part of our lives. I've made it clear to them I will be bilking them for every penny I can get as an oldster. They will be supporting me. <laughs> Tried to lay that down. Make we'll it see. clear. We'll see if it takes. Here are your weekly shower thoughts as compiled by the fabulous Rich in Salt Lake City. It's not the best list ever, but there are a couple worth sharing. It's not his fault. He doesn't come up with them. He just compiles them. Ladybugs are basically flying cockroaches, but we give them a free pass because they're wearing a cool shirt. <laughs> More or less. They're hot, so they get away with it. Yep, hot looking. Uh, the best part of a cucumber tastes like the worst part of a watermelon. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> and uh, one of my hobbies, one of the things that amuses me and has through my life, and actually I've turned on my beloved children to the very same thing, is occasionally I'll hear a sentence spoken and think that may be the first time that sentence has ever been spoken in the history of humankind. It's kind of a fun, fun little hobby. Mm. I mean, there are billions of people on Earth now. There have been many more billions alive. Perhaps a unique sentence has been spoken. Very amusing. And uh, on that theme, before video games existed, the phrase, crap, I died, was probably never spoken. It was Sean like that one. You're probably right. Yeah. Speaking of death, who would listen to this? Uh, this is a troubling picture. Um, it's a picture of uh, one Robin Williams. I believe this is Michael Hutchins of NXS and, uh, and Chester Bennington of uh, Lincoln Park. Three uh, beloved fellows, three recent suicide victims. Each of them 
clutching to their chest a pug dog. Apparently, pugs aren't such good friends, mm. is the internet meme going around. And this comes from Rick, who says, uh, don't do it, Jack. We need you. I'll have to show that to my wife. Do you, are you comfortable with the term suicide victim? Uh, I am. Mm? I think that's a, the agreed upon nomenclature, and I have no problem with it. Really? I don't think I like that. Well, we can debate that if you'd like. All I know is getting a pug is a cry for help. <laughs> and if you need help, ask for it. I didn't get a pug. Ah, well, keep an eye on your wife then. Mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, one pick for uh, Joe, two for Jack. Uh, for Joe, on a visit to a local grocery store, I bumped into this lovely lady. Kind of a schlubby looking gal with her shorts sagging halfway down her arse. Why would I want to see that, David? Why would you send that to me? And then the pictures for Jack is uh, his kids jumping on the trampoline with lots and lots of water balloons around. And then a, a picture of the pack he got at his local Target store. You familiar with the the new water balloons? You put one thing under the uh, the the spigot there, the hose, and it fills up thirty water balloons at no, once. I'm not familiar. Oh with that. my god! Yeah, it's, it's it's the automatic weaponry of water balloons. Wow! Um, the main thing I've had against water balloons is how freaking long it takes to make like eight water balloons for thirty seconds of fun. Yeah, and then you sit down and spend another hour coming up with eight more water balloons for another thirty seconds of fun. Well, in a troubling and uh, and and violent uh, battle of the sexes, when my nieces were in town, uh, they decided with the moms that they should attack the fellas with water balloons when we came out uh, for swimming. Mm-hmm. And uh, the problem is, they you got to fill them like crazy, crazy full, otherwise they don't burst. So I got hit with like four or five. And it was like being punched. <laughs> it was. I mean, I just got bruised. So finally, they they hatched on the plan of throwing them down at the ground because then they would splat. Mm. So a bit of caution. If you think this is going to be great, and you like unload one at Henry, it's just going to knock him down <laughs> unless it's really full. Uh, speaking of pictures, uh, never listening again. You're losers, writes Jeff. Uh, a reference to our discussion of the most misspelled words. Uh, in in hate mail, um, number one being losers um, instead of losers. Just kidding, your show rocks. I'm the guy behind all the various Photoshop photos you like. Marshall at Walmart, Sean walking his cat. Here's one I took from your recent sexy podcast pose. Hope you enjoy. Keep up the groovy work. Uh, KFT PNG, keep effing those pugs and ghosts. Jeff, please. Uh, here's a nice picture from our, our manly, manly uh, pose in our newest pictures. And there's uh, Vlad Putin's head in place of yours. And Trump's place of mine. It's pretty good. It's very clever. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I like that. Maybe we'll post that up in the studio. I kind of enjoy it. Thank you for that. And then uh, Scott writes, uh, I need the best week of AG ever. My wife and I will be moving from Utah to L.A. this week so I can attend UCLA Law School. Wow, that's going to be quite a shock in lifestyle. <laughs> Joe, as you recently experienced the horrors of moving, I implore you to make this week the greatest week of AG ever. Give Vince more speaking time. Mm. Mm, not entirely clear how that, uh, you know, meets that goal. Use the go- Sean Gong liberally. Oh, boy. Make Marshall do push-ups even while he's injured and tie Michael's paycheck directly to the quality of his one-liners, although they're already fantastic. Perhaps with your help, I won't go crazy this week. The idea that moving takes a week, Scott, uh, proves that you are not ready for moving or UCLA Law School. It will be a month's long hell. Good luck to you, Sir. Sir. New poll out on what Americans feel on impeachment of Donald Trump. We'll hit that with you coming up. Oh, nice. Okay. And then I have a poll that will discredit your poll. Huh? Okay. Battle of the polls. Hey, what do you think of the mooch so far? 
I, I was thinking there's no way we do better than spicy. Oh. Uh, that, that losing spicy in terms of the entertainment value of politics was just nothing but a loss. I love the mooch so far. Uh, he's good. I don't know how entertaining he's going to be, but he's pretty good. Oh, he'll be entertaining. He's loyal. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. He is into Donald Trump. Well, he's going to argue everything like a slick, belligerent, high-dollar lawyer. But he's he's smooth so far. Every interview I saw him in, he mentioned how much he loves Donald Trump. I Literally. Love, I you, love that man. I love the president. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a, yeah. Wow. Wow. He's going to make Bobby Kennedy look like a somebody the president barely knew. It's, it's going to be a, 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 like a best buddies out more than a uh, professional president and, and press secretary relationship, which will be interesting. Do you want to hear this right now? I don't know. So Americans are split evenly, 42% to 42% on whether they think President Trump should be removed from office. Wow. 42% For to 42%. What? I don't know. Well, I suppose it doesn't need to be a specific thing. There could be eight different. USA Today points out there's no serious effort underway in Congress to impeach the president. Right. Um, Wow. That is a that's crazy. And then getting to the like really want it to happen or really don't want it to happen. It's also evenly split 32 percent to 32 percent. So the people really passionate on both sides are a third each. Yeah. But the the majority of those who think, yeah, are are pretty serious about it. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, I've got, that doesn't surprise me with the media coverage, especially. Yeah. So there you Removed go. Removed from office. The, the only thing I would like to know is what were the numbers on George Bush at various times or Barack Obama? Yeah. I there's think, a there's yeah. a giant chunky out there that always want the other guy to be impeached. Right. Or, or girl. I'm going to start doing that because that's a big thing in the media I've noticed right now. If he or she, there hasn't been a she. When you're looking backwards, you don't need to say he or she. <laughs> wow. That but they is do funny. it all the time. Well, maybe, like, Polk will come out as transgender. <laughs> there hasn't been a she. Now, maybe you think that's awful, but there hasn't been a she. So you don't need to say here's she. All right? It's like God is clearly a man. <laughs> These things are just known. For example. That's right. <laughs> Andrew Jackson had kind of long hair. Is he maybe a uh, Oh, boy, if he were here, he would uh, challenge you to a duel <laughs> yes. and then beat you to a pulp with his own fist. That's right. All 140 pounds of him. That's right. Uh, Marshall's got his news coming up, and we'll get into it. God, the last thing in the world I want to hear anything about is the whole Trump-Russia thing, but Jared Kushner, Ivanka's husband, uh, put out a long letter early this morning about his connections. And the Donald has already tweeted five times this morning about it. Five tweets from President Trump. All right. This is exciting. I kind of like the way the mooch handled the tweets when he was asked about them over the weekend. Forget about them. I have to talk about that. Oh, the tweets. (laughs) He's got to drop one of those. Oh, please. Oh, please. Stay with us. Marshall's News on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, my wife is uh, just learning a little something about social media for the first time, having her uh, little Instagram thing she's doing. And uh, she's shocked as being someone new to it. How many people there are in the world with apparently endless time to uh, to search for minor entertainment? I mean, right. of the very lowest level. I was just pointing out during the commercials that this uh, model gal who's uh, big on Instagram, evidently, posted a picture of herself looking kind of sexy. I mean, it's a nice picture. She's a lovely gal. 
687,000 likes. Wow. 687,000. Presumably, a certain percentage saw that picture and said, I don't like that a bit. So, obviously, three-quarters of a million people took the time to click on that picture. And then three-quarters of a million. You throw an ad up there for Pepsi or whatever, why wouldn't you? Not only did you look at it, you felt the need to... Voice your support. Right. Voice your support. <laughs> you know, Emily, I just wanted you to know that that picture of you with your flat, fat belly and your big breasts next to your pool, I thought that was really good. Click. I guess you either get all this or you don't, and uh, most people do. I'm an outlier. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Ahead of his son-in-law's testimony to the Senate Intelligence Committee today about alleged Not Russian... Not under oath! Not under oath! I thought that was right. interesting. Uh, I, I, why isn't everything you say sitting there in front of a Congress people uh, assumed to be true? I don't know. Why it's, isn't everybody under oath, or is it? Why isn't it just assumed uh, everything everybody says in here has got to be true? And if it's not, it's a problem. All right. All right. That's weird. You got two two levels. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, I rode my pet, pet elephant over here, and I uh, yeah, I got a couple of gold bars out there, and and uh, yeah, I'm eight feet tall, and uh, I come from the planet Mars. Yeah, yeah. So, or you're under oath, and you got to tell the truth. What the hell's the point of that? I don't know. Testify not under I don't oath? know. I, there should be a sign over the door. Once you walk <laughs> in this room, everything has to be true or you're in trouble. Yeah. Wow. But he's not under oath. Anyway, ahead of Jared Kushner's testimony today about Russian alleged Russian collusion with the Trump campaign, the president's unleashed another Twitter storm. Vincent Nicholas, official President Trump tweet reader. Drain the swamp should be tra- changed to drain the sewer. It's actually much worse than anyone ever thought. And it begins with the fake news. Wow. After one year of investigation with zero evidence being found, Chuck Schumer just stated that Democrats should blame ourselves, not Russia. So why that aren't is the, true. So why aren't the committees and investigators, and of course our beleaguered attorney general, looking into crooked Hillary's crimes and Russia's relations? Final tweet. Sleazy Adam Schiff, the totally biased congressman looking into Russia, Spends all of his time on television pushing the Demos excuse. Wow. Wow. He's his own, not only press shop, but like guerrilla press shop. Yeah. Used to be that, you know, you got the president, then you've got his uh, his, his, his press shop, his, his you know, communications right. director, his Sean's place or whatever. And then you'd have surrogates and guerrillas out there, uh, you know, uh, with the more battering rhetoric. In social media and, and feeding the news stories and stuff like that. The POTUS does it himself now. Mooch said that Trump is the greatest communicator that's ever been born. And that uh, they're going to they're gonna do more to streamline the process yep. of the real Trump getting to the people. He's really good, but the greatest how? Step, it goes from his Twitter. I'm sorry, was I'm I sorry. not talking? Sorry, I apologize. I lost both of them. Which would, I want to hear this. No, it ain't happening. Timing. Forget it. Moving along, Marshall. So the comment was, because I want to hear this, the president was the greatest communicator who's ever been born. That's a hell of a claim. And he wants to uh, eliminate any barriers between the president and people. He thinks more the the more pure essence, he actually used the word essence, of Donald Trump is not getting out, and that's what they need. Certainly be uh, great in terms of entertainment value. That's what I'm telling you. Mooch is going to be everything Sean Spicer was and more. Very excited. Meanwhile, on a lot more somber note, federal prosecutors planning to charge a 60-year-old man with the weekend human trafficking tragedy in which nine people were found dead in a sweltering tractor-trailer in San Antonio, Texas. 
they were very hot to the touch. So these people were in that trailer without any signs of any type of water. So you're looking at a lot of a heat stroke, a lot of dehydration. Nearly 20 others in the rig were taken to the hospital in dire condition. Police say they're looking at the case as one of ruthless human smuggling. Yeah, or murder or whatever you want to call it. I don't understand how these stories so often turn into a therefore we should have no borders conversation. (laughs) I don't get that. Well, we're not going to go there, but everybody does. Everybody always does. Somebody dies trying to cross the border. It's because of our policies, our strict policies. Please, anybody who would put people in a closed trailer in Texas in late July is a monster. I mean, with a, with a, a disregard for human life that's astounding. Yeah. So, But they got the people? They got the driver. They got the driver. He's going to be uh, rained later today. I tell you what, put the noose around his neck. Yeah. And, and raise him up about half an inch so his toes are down but his heels aren't. And ask him, all right, who hires you? Who's in charge here? They're probably in Mexico, but, man, those people need to be put away for good. Olympic superstar Michael Phelps, unstoppable in the pool. But the big question, is he as fast as a shark? Is that the big question? <laughs> is that the question people were asking? Can a human being beat a gigantic fish? In a swimming contest, as Sean posed on Friday, does yes. the shark know he's racing? I mean, how do you how do you make this happen? These were the questions we all had. A question was answered Sunday as part of the Discovery Channel's Shark Week programming. The race billed as Phelps versus Shark, Great Gold versus Great White. <laughs> and they said we'll transform Michael Phelps into a shark before your very eyes. They put a little fin on his foot. Well, they put and a little they plastic a, fin on his foot. A groovy suit on him. Whoop-dee-doo. Yeah, in other ways, the so-called race wasn't what a lot of people hoped it would be either. Clearly, we can't put Michael in one lane and a white shark on the far lane. Why not? Oh, really? You know, we're going to have to do a simulation. And we're going to use the speed data that we obtained from all of our testing in order to have him race against a white shark. And in that simulation, Phelps wound up losing. (laughs) (laughs) To a gigantic fish. Yes. I I enjoyed the simulation, though. That was good. That was exciting looking. It's neck and neck with the shark. (laughs) (laughs) Judy and I just laughed. Oh, it was hilarious. It was just so ridiculous. Unbelievable. Is Michael Phelps happy with himself, or did they convince him? It's about kids learning about sharks. Well, That's what you're doing here. You're helping kids learn about sharks. Yeah. I, I, did you notice Michael Phelps was the executive producer of no. the thing? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but uh, it was hilarious because yeah, it, they kept trying. Number one, they kept in in fine like Fox man versus beast style, kept stringing it out and stringing right. it out as you knew they would. But then they'd have Michael Phelps make like the best comment he could about sharks and how amazing <laughs> they are and the rest of it. But it was kind of like it. Sort of half-bright guy who's kind of maybe seen a show about sharks. His observations about sharks. But he beat two sharks, right? Did he? I missed he, that. He, yeah, he, he outswam two sharks. Two other sharks that he's faster than. I forget the name. So uh, they found two breeds of shark. That a are, hammerhead and something else he swam faster than. Oh, but could he beat the great white? Yeah. Yeah, well. yeah, put a hungry hammerhead in a pool with Michael Phelps. Put them both in the middle of the pool. Let's find out what happens. He gets eaten. That's what happens. Joe, do you feel like you'd been had or hoodwinked in any way, misled? <laughs> no, I didn't go into it thinking they were going to have Michael Phelps and a shark dive into the pool in lanes right next to each other and go back and forth. Well, I thought they'd try harder than 
we've superimposed this shark onto the water jumping. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. My kids, who are very small, enjoyed it. I did, too. It was hilarious. <laughs> I guess that's who it's designed for. Oh, come on now. Your expectations were too high, as we always say. I think if the shark had just turned and eaten Michael Phelps, <laughs> it would have been a pretty entertaining show. I win. Oh, my God! Did anybody see that coming? <laughs> uh, I kind of thought it would happen this way. <laughs> Jack, you're suffering from L.O.J. Loss of joy. If they had put Phelps and a shark in a, into the water and the shark just yeah. turned and ate him. That'd have been a heck of a show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The greatest athlete of all time is dead. (laughs) This was such a terrible idea. Why didn't nobody see this coming? (laughs) Or let the shark bite him on the arm or the foot. He doesn't swim anymore. He's done. Lose a limb. Come on. I tuned in. I tuned in. Lose a foot. Um, uh, so we will later, later, not now, later, have somebody break down the long Jared Kushner letter or something or other, whatever that is. That came out today. The statement, the Kushner statement. Did he collude? Stay with us. Did you hear about that girl who Instagrammed killing her sister in a drunk driving wreck? Are you following that story? Wow. Getting lots of a national attention because there's video and because it's sick. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Game of Thrones, uh, one of the big moments in the history of that series is when Arya Stark is told, a girl is no one. Yeah. Coincidentally, that's also the new slogan for the Republican Party. They, uh... Wow, what the hell? What was that? I didn't expect politics to leak into my Conan O'Brien live at Comic-Con. Wow. Damn it! Wow, that's... Wow, okay. So Conan is just hardcore. He's a campaigner. For Democrats. And, That's uh, fine. So All right. The point of playing that joke was, Sean will have his Game of Thrones 30-second review later in the program. That was the point of that joke? Couldn't we have just said it? Yeah. And I not, will not uh, mention Not endured the, the slanders of the, the over the, the, the red-headed freak? Trump will not make an appearance in your Game of Thrones review. No, it will not. It awesome. will be Trump-free. What if he does a walk-on as like an orange-skinned king? King Trump, what are you doing on my plane? Just slaps like Ed Sheeran a, did. Slaps a Trump tee up on King's Landing. This is this is Trump Landing now. We're gonna make Mordor great again, or whatever their land is <laughs> That's called. That's a different story. <laughs> Coming up, Jared Kushner's long statement about colluding with the Russians and not colluding, and and I figured out why he doesn't want to be under oath. Too, it's pretty obvious now that I think about it. But anyway, what's the number one uh, landmark in the world according to Instagram pictures? Number one landmark in the world, the Eiffel Tower. There you go. Thank you. I don't know what number two is. If anybody could come up with women in yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> if you could come up with the top five, that'd be awesome. Hey, there's an article in USA Today today about the uh, the whole Hyperloop thing. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, that is coming. That's, it's the real deal. Well, it absolutely is, is there are three major companies racing to pull this off. It's not. I didn't know. I thought it was just Elon Musk's crazy idea. But there are two other companies with tons of dollars behind them also, and it's a race. 
like flight was or uh, choo-choo trains. If you want to go way back, Jerry Brown, that was uh, 150 years ago. They were racing right. to see who could put a, a train in, in, in all these big states and across the country. But how will we shoot the buffalo? It actually all mentions, right, Governor. It actually mentions in this USA Today article that Elon Musk thinks he can put his Hyperloop in uh, California between San Francisco and Los Angeles for $7 billion, which is quite a bit less than the state's mired high-speed rail project that is about $100 billion and will never be built. It also There is also that caveat. Um, but so you got three different companies that are racing to do this at various places. I just wonder if we can, if, 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 our, if our system of governments federally and at the state level all around the country, if you can even do it anymore. We'll see. I would suggest rather strongly, uh, if Elon is listening, he listens most mornings to the Armstrong and Getty show. Uh, you know, he likes to be inspired by by fellow great minds. But Elon, you got to do it somewhere other than California because the because Jerry Brown's peeps and, you know, he'll he'll be gone soon enough, whether it's, you know, uh, out of office or out of breathing. But he and the people who follow him will hire the unions to sue on every environmental basis they can conceive of to stop you from being successful. Well, not to you mention, you got to go to a state that that uh, values uh, liberty. Yeah, not to mention all that stuff that happens even if you want to do a project. I mean, even if the if the government likes a project happening, there's all that crap. In the yeah, that's true. The environmentalists go go after you, but you don't need a real environmental concern to paralyze a project. No, you got to do it in like Idaho, where they they'll let you do anything. You get to build a hyperloop between Ketchum and Boise. Sure, seven hundred miles an hour to go ten miles, and uh, and then show that it will work, and then maybe other states will pick it up. But. Yeah, then it'll be irresistible. Now, this one company says they're going to have it by twenty twenty somewhere. Wow. So that's exciting. It's going to happen in my lifetime, unless I'm riding with that girl who Instagrammed killing people in her car. We'll oh talk about God. that later. But horrifying. And a poll that makes other polls look like they just go away. A poll that will expose the fake news. Fake oh, news. Wow. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.